0: Hi there, welcome to Gleaning and Gathering. Today, I would like to talk to you about some of my top tools for productivity. You know, trying to be effective in whatever you're doing, whether that's uh, learning how to uh, pour more basements, or whether that is uh, trying to figure out how to get a book written, or whether you are raising children. I think for all of us, there's this challenge, um, this gap, between the ideal, what we'd like to see happen, and reality, uh, at least that's true for me. If it's uh, if it's not true for anybody else, you know, for a long time I was described as someone who was a visionary. And uh, what a visionary is is somebody who, you know who has these bright pipe dreams for the future. But what I found out and what quickly uh, frustrated me about myself was my inability to be able to actually get my dreams to become reality. And so it set me on a quest to really figure out how to not just envision X, Y, and Z at the end. And as Stephen Covey reminds us, we have to begin with the end in mind, and that's important. But how do you do A, B, and C? Because if you don't do that, uh, then you're never going to get to X, Y, and Z. And so there are a few things along the way that I have found helpful and I wanted to share them with you because uh, maybe uh, they will be helpful to you as well. But these are a few things that uh, have, that have been particularly a blessing to me. Uh, a few years ago, I found Michael Hyatt's work. Um, Michael Hyatt, H-Y-A-T-T, is um, just a, a leader that I really uh, desire to emulate. I, I just love his style of leadership the way in which he not only focuses on productivity and getting things done, but also actually having a, a life, a family. I just I just love that. Uh, because so many times, I think, as leaders, we see it as a zero-sum game. I'm either going to succeed at work or I'm going to be successful at life, but I can't do both. I've got to choose one or the other. And I don't think that's really what, uh, you know, many set out to do uh, when they start a company that, you know, I'm going to start a company and wreck my marriage and make my kids absolutely hate my guts. You know, that's not where you start out, but that's unfortunately where many leaders end up. And so trying to figure out how do we keep the big picture in view? How do we um, at the end of the day? Uh, actually have a life after we are also making a living. So uh, it's a challenge. I, I think it's a challenge for all of us, even under the best circumstances, uh, to keep all that in view. But for me, there's a few things that have been helpful, and I wanted to share those this week uh, with you. First of all, um, one thing that I learned from uh, my leadership and development coach, Zach Clark, a few years ago, I don't think it's original with him. I've seen it a couple other places in writings, but uh, is a, a six by six approach to getting work done. You know, a lot of people overestimate what they can do in a single day or in a single week, but they underestimate what they can do over a longer period of time. And so what I do is take a, a six week period and say, okay, during these next six weeks, I'm going to focus on six areas to push forward and then detail out in those six areas the specific action steps that I'm going to take in those areas to be able to make progress in those things. And so uh, a six by six approach um, can really help you to make progress on whatever you're working on and to be able to do that kind of across a spectrum of work. So I'm looking right now here in my office at my six by six board. And I've got six things on the board EFM development, Victory Acres, uh, Sacred Roots, Urban Ministry, uh, the Nehemiah Discipleship Program, and my family. Those are six things that I'm trying to keep in view. Those are fi- six project areas. And then I have some specific action steps underneath those. You know, I read a, a book a few years ago uh, entitled uh, Making Ideas Happen by Scott Belsky. Incredible book, but the big takeaway was you've got to keep action steps in front of you at all times, and you have to have a bias toward action. You know, a lot of times as leaders we get lost in the details, and so without a clear action step, we don't take action. We just, well, let's think about that. Um, well, let's uh, let's see what we can do. But we need to have clear. Okay, what is the next? thing that I need to do in this area and make that absolutely crystal clear and so having those on a board in front of you that you're confronted with day in and day out and then until they're done uh, they're there staring you in the face is incredibly helpful and then having six project areas again every six weeks that you're reevaluating and saying okay do I need to take that off the board and add another one on the board or is this uh, is this something that I'm going to continue to work in? Obviously there's other things outside that area, but I think that focusing in on six things over the course of six weeks, um, you can make some real progress. In fact, you can get a lot more done than even you think you can get done in those areas, especially if you have focus. The second tool that has been incredibly helpful to me is the ideal week. And I think I've mentioned this uh, in a previous podcast, but I redo my ideal week each quarter and I break it down um, learning from the, the past, but also basically learning from the past season. So I found that during the summer, there's just not a whole lot of time for office work and, and being able to spend time in an office is just completely unrealistic because we're just moving and things are going and and people and camps and other things that are happening do not allow me to be able to just sit down and do writing like I can during the third and fourth quarter and even somewhat during the first. And so that's okay. Looking at it and putting a plan together, an ideal plan. If I had 100% control of my time, how would I spend it? Now, obviously I don't, and there is no actual ideal week that actually looks like my ideal week. But what it does is it gives me a target to shoot at. And so on the left-hand side, uh, this is a tool from Michael Hyatt as well, uh, but on the left-hand side, there's a theme. And so for me, uh, until nine o'clock in the morning, uh, self-care is my theme. And so getting up, uh, exercising at the gym for the last four weeks, I've been able to make it there uh, four times and, uh, really uh, doing that helps me in a lot of other ways. But self-care is, is kind of the, the morning breakfast, taking time to make my soul happy in the Lord. And then, uh, the time period between nine and five is focused on work activities and then reserving time in the evenings for my family that's the theme in the evening and so for me each day is focused on a different task or a different uh, task area that i'm working in whether that's evangelistic faith missions in the development area whether that's urban ministry whether that's victory acres and then also reserving time in my ideal week for sabbath and soul cultivation and i found that's incredibly beneficial but it's also incredibly hard to keep in there It's one of those things that gets pushed out if you do not make it intentional and then reserving Saturday for family and uh, housework all those uh, honeydew projects that need to be done and then of course uh, Sunday is uh, is for me at least uh, a time of speaking here uh, at the gathering or, Uh, traveling and representing the ministry one or the other. But having a goal, having a target to shoot at is incredibly helpful if you are really going to be serious about making any progress. Otherwise, your week week just ends up uh, reacting to everyone else and their demands. So having a meeting day or having a specific time where if a person doesn't care Where the meeting goes, it's going to go on my meeting day with all the other meetings uh, that need to happen. And so keeping those things batched together means that uh, when I'm in the office, I can focus on the things that I need to do there. And then when I'm in meeting mode, I can, uh, can do that. So that's been incredibly helpful, an ideal week. The third thing is my weekly review. Uh, for me, and I've shared, I think, a little bit of this before, but my weekly review for me is a ritual. It is a time on Sunday afternoons that I, get, I sit down and I write out my big wins for the week and I think about those and really reflect on how my time was spent uh, the previous week. And then after I go over uh, the big wins, uh, then I think about what went right and also relation to that what uh, could have gone better what are the things that need to be improved on what are the things that uh, uh, i need to uh to start to stop to to develop differently and then uh, after that what am i going to keep improve start or stop doing in relation to that and then sketching out the weekly overview so what's coming up next and sketching out my week and then putting together my big three for the week something that's been incredibly helpful with the full focus system and the full focus planner by michael hyatt and company is that uh, each week if you could only accomplish three things what would those three things be you know it's a little bit like landing a plane michael hyatt says you know you want all the planes to eventually make it onto the ground but not all of them can land at once and so when you're looking at your week Really thinking through, okay, what are the three top priorities? What are the three things that have to happen this week? And what do I absolutely need to get done before the end of this week? And prioritizing that, putting those first three planes in line, doesn't mean that's the only three things you're going to get done. But it does mean that you're putting the big rocks in first. You're doing the things that are going to matter this week that will really that will really matter. So for instance, a, a big three from a while back was... Prepare for the board meeting. Make each board member make sure that each board member is prepared. And uh, also in relation to our board meeting, uh, make lasagna uh, because it's an annual tradition that we always have lasagna at our fall board meeting, and it's homemade uh, along with garlic bread with fresh garlic here from Victory Acres. And then uh, in the second big three from this particular week was uh, attend the prison conference. Uh, for uh, Sacred Roots and prepare for, um, for their 2023 conference, uh, working with a group of urban leaders in relation to this uh, Sacred Roots Thriving in Ministry initiative. Uh, it's been a great opportunity to be able to uh, work with uh, some leaders from a variety of different backgrounds and uh, really thankful for that opportunity. And then revise uh, Victory Inner City Ministry's development plan and, and print it uh, for a meeting with the donor and get clear on our next steps at victory acres so those were the big three for the week um, that i had that particular week that i'm just looking at and then each day um, there's a big three um, as well what are the three things that i need to get accomplished today if i don't do anything else what are the big three you know so many people have 10 things on their to-do list that are not prioritized at all and they may get seven of them done and they feel like a failure at the end of the day because you know, only got seven of 10 done. When the reality is there's no way you would have gotten all 10 done anyway. There just wasn't enough time. And so really prioritizing, thinking clearly about, okay, if I don't get anything else done, what are the three things that I need to get done for sure? And then fill in the task list underneath that in terms of the other things that need to be done. It's just incredibly helpful. At least it has been to me. And related to that are the annual goals. You know in the front of the uh, full focus planner there's a quote uh, to accomplish our goals we must distill our dreams into daily actions and for me that's been something that you know i come back to again and again i have my annual goals posted on my vision board i'm going to talk about that in just a second but my annual goals are something that i want to keep in focus because every day i need to be putting something in towards those. Um, so read scripture and pray daily until my soul is fed. Uh, it's, it's my number one goal and it's the number one goal because it's the number one thing I need to be doing. Making my soul happy in the Lord and truly developing my relationship with him is absolutely for me anyway, the number one thing in my life. And I also have a goal of, uh, getting healthy by exercising at least three times a week. And for the last month, I've been able to beat that goal and gotten there four times instead of three. Uh, Listen to three character building paradigm shaping books each month. I want to have 36 books read this year. There's a goal for Victory Acres, a goal for dating my wife. Uh, There there are several other goals annually that I'm thinking about. But, you know, developing those those goals with this This kind of uh, framework and then tracking your progress towards that is the way that you get where it is you say you're wanting to go. You know, a lot of times uh, people just approach their life in a haphazard sort of way like if you were going on a trip and you wanted to go to switzerland and you you did all the research you got the tickets you showed up at the airport and then you realized oh man the, the the flight for switzerland doesn't leave for another three hours and it's over there in terminal j but here i am in terminal a and there's this plane and people are getting on it right now let's just get in line you know and so you show up get in line and jump on the plane, and you find out it's not going to Switzerland it's going to Siberia that's the only problem it you, you know you, you save time you, you ended up on the plane going somewhere but it wasn't where you planned to go and so many times we we do that in life because we are not we are not setting goals that will distill our dreams into daily actions and so for me the the big 3 for the week for the day the annual goals are something that help me stay focused on where it is I want to go and really thinking through in each area of my life who do I want to be and writing that out a mission statement um, for me as a husband, for me as a father, what kind of a father do I want to be? What kind of a, a husband do I want to be? what kind of a a Christian do I want to be and thinking about each of those roles or those areas of my life and writing that out and then how do I put the things in today? that are going to help me become that and become more of who I want to be. Another thing that I love about uh, my office is my inspiration board. You know, there is a a board that I I post things on that just encourage me, that inspire me. Because as a leader, you are constantly kicked in the teeth and the stomach and feel like that, uh, you know, there's constant, challenges that are facing you all the time and it can be incredibly discouraging and so keeping your heart keeping your spirit encouraged and lifted up and ready for battle and ready to move forward at times is incredibly difficult just to be really honest there are times when i just you know i feel like it's three steps forward and two steps back and then other days when it's two steps forward and three steps back and so, having this uh, inspiration board for me is all about keeping the why in focus. Why do I do what I do? I need to be reminded of that. And so, um, as I walk out my door, I can't help but see this this board of inspirations. And uh, I, I find things along the way that inspire me. Write them down, put them up there, and uh, they're reminded. They remind me uh, when I need it. One of these inspirations, I'll just read a few from my board here. Um, from Richard Evans, a book, The Four Doors. If you haven't read it, you should. It's uh, it's amazing. He says, To be of value to others is a far greater ambition than the vain hope for the world's fleeting applause and fickle admiration. In the end, it is better to be loved by one person who knows your soul than a million people who don't even know your phone number. Wow. You know, that that kind of... Of real focus on relationship you know relationships are not scalable you may have you know 4400 Facebook friends but you cannot have 4400 friends the reality is that friendship is is not a scalable thing and so there are a lot of people that may be acquaintances but to truly have spiritual friendships that you are cultivating and developing at the end it is better to be loved by one person who knows your soul and i I need to be reminded of that so i wrote that quote down and thought about it i also have cards there or notes or things that people have sent me that uh, are inspiring and encouraging and uh, just got one just added this to my board and wanted to share it with you eric you are such an example of having a calling a vision and the perseverance to see it through you're such a good steward and godly ambassador Your grandparents would be so proud. Continued blessings to those you serve. When I received this, it was just an encouragement. And rather than just uh, stick it somewhere uh, out of sight and out of mind, uh, I put it on my inspiration board. One of the cards that's on my board uh, comes from my daughter. And just a little quote from it. Thank you for the confidence that you've instilled in me. There are many situations in which I I still struggle to find where I fit, but I know who I am and that takes care of many questions before I ask them. Thank you for your wisdom and the years that you have spent pouring into me. I never remember taking for granted the time you spent talking to me and listening, but I see even more clearly now how much those times shaped me. I love you daddy with all my heart. Don't let the monotony rob you of any gifts God has given you. Vision, passion, joy, peace. There is much ahead, and I believe God has you right where he wants you for this time. Don't stop dreaming, and don't stop telling us about your dreams. Thank you so much for all you've done and continue to do. To be the best, second best daddy ever. (laughs) You know, those are inspiring. And uh, as it, even as I read it, um, that's that's who I want to be, that's uh, that's what I want to be about. And then one from uh, one of the teens that are part of our congregation, Mr. like I just want to say thank you. I always really appreciate your messages, but some of them hit closer to home than others. And tonight you shared something that I know I needed to hear. I admit it, I don't like doing things that that contradict with my emotions it's not nice but if my emotions contradict with the truth i desperately want to put them aside and to do what is best i know there's something that i need to give a bigger yes to i'm just not sure what i need to say no to in order to say yes to this better thing thank you so much i needed to hear this you know this uh this inspiration board for me um is uh, sometimes uh, just what I need when I'm uh, going through a challenging time to, to read those things and to be reminded of those things. And uh, just wanted to share that. The other thing that I have in my office is a vision board. And you may say, well, an inspiration board, a vision board, it's all the same thing. But for me, it's a little different. And uh, on my vision board, I keep in front of me, what are the things that no one else can do that I need to be doing? what is the vision and there are pictures there uh, there are short statements there take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the lord that thou fulfill it that's on my vision board you know there are things that i need to be doing that no one else around me can do and if i don't do them they won't get done and these are things that i need to be paying attention to and so um it's on my vision board um there's a a piece from Matt Hallam that he gave me a few years ago in a message. He shared this from Ephesians chapter 6, verses 14 through 18. And seven commitments to make every day. I commit today to always tell the truth and not to shade it in any way. I commit today to do right in each situation. I commit today to live and share the gospel. I commit today to trust God despite questions and doubts. I commit today to live for eternity. I commit today to read, study, and meditate on the word of God. I commit today to open and close the day with prayer and pray without ceasing in between. For me, things that I must do, I keep a list here, I must plan. I must generate content. I must connect with people. I must control my schedule. I must contemplate and I must pray. And so keeping that in focus uh, is, uh, is a big help. One of the things that I do and in, in addition to my weekly review is a quarterly review. And so things that are my big wins for the last quarter, uh, I review those. And then thinking about my projects for the quarter that I'm supposed to be focusing on, how far did I get on those, what worked, what didn't, writing those things down. And then there's kind of four quadrants um, in the full focus planner to really review what will you keep doing, what will you improve, what you start doing, and what will you stop doing. It's always helpful to, at the end of a quarter to just debrief, think about you know, what went right, first of all, but also what could have gone better, and what am I going to, to keep doing? What are those things that I'm going to continue to pour myself into, but also what are the things that I need to start doing? Uh, things that maybe emerged in the last quarter that I need to continue in the future. And then what do I need to do better at? But then what are the things that I'm just not going to do anymore? And I need to, uh, to cut off doing that. And then keeping that, I I keep this on my vision board to keep me uh, refocused as I continue to read it. Things that uh, I will keep doing, keep writing and calling my daughters, uh, lead daily prayer and Bible study at the farm, Listen to Scripture daily. There's a variety of things that I need to stop doing and I've got those. I need to limit social media and news intake by setting hard limits. I need to wait and to pray and evaluate before saying yes to anything new. There's a variety of things that uh, that kind of come out in a quarterly review that uh, are helpful. So it's another thing that I include on my vision board to help me continue to come back to why uh, I need to be, or what I need to be doing. Um, But my inspiration board helps me to remember why I do what I do. So anyway, those are a few things that have been helpful to me. Uh, I hope that they might be somewhere along the way helpful to you. Uh, But uh, I would love to hear your thoughts. What are some things that you find are helpful to you and help to make you more productive? I would love uh, love to hear those for gleaning and gathering. God bless.